lot of other things wrapped up in that uh, with our culture and our history and arguments about what that means and what that culture and that history means and, and what's true and what's not true and kind of the, the glorified versions of Thanksgiving versus some other not-so-glorified versions of what happened around the early days of this country. And that's not the Thanksgiving I want to speak to you about this morning. Uh, if you enjoy turkey, go enjoy turkey. But I totally identified with the video this morning, although four or five years between turkeys is might be too short a time for me. Uh, I'm not a fan. We have one that I will cook on Thursday. And uh, Lord willing, it, it won't taste like chocolate. I've, I've discussed with you before all of the different methodologies and ways in which we, I, have tried to prepare turkeys and make them something I care for. Uh, deep fried works pretty well, although. Anybody ever seen uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation movie? It's a staple in our house. Uh, there's a scene there towards the end where things really just go down the handbasket and the turkey is on the, the table. It's like the last big glorious moment, and in case of character, it goes to fuck the turkey and it's possible that it's completely dry. There's nothing in there. Smoke and steam. We had a runaway.
Let's look at this. Now, for the second year after their coming to the house of God in Jerusalem, in the second month, Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, and Zephua, the son of Joseph, made a beginning together with the rest of their kinsmen, the priests, and the Levites, and all who had come to Jerusalem from the captivity. They appointed the Levites for 20 years, from 20 years old and upwards, to supervise the work of the house of the Lord. And Yeshua with his sons and his brothers, and Abiel and his sons, the sons of Judah, together supervised the workmen in the house of God, along with the sons of Hedadad and the Levites, their sons and brothers. And when the builders laid the foundation of the temple of the Lord, the priests in their vestments came forward with trumpets, and the Levites, the sons of Jesus, with symbols to praise the Lord according to the directions of David. Speaking of when the temple used to 
goes towards your people. Thank you. By the way, here's all the dumb things I've done. Not that God doesn't already know. He talks about the golden calf. He talks about the ground opening up and swallowing the people that day them because they were mad about oil and water and all that stuff. Um, people who might look at the promised land and might, like, that's it. But they don't like this. They worshiped other gods. They became unclean acts. They, they became unclean because of their behaviors. And then God was angry with them. He was mad against his people. Woo! Their enemies oppressed them. They were in subjugation. They were slaves. He delivered them and they were still rebellious. He brought them to his own purposes and then they were still brought home by their sin. Here's something I gave this one. Verse 44. Nevertheless. <laughs> so, is that like between verses 6 and 43 is all the junk of your life. Before that, God, you're so good. Your love never fails. Steadfast love endures eternally. I can't believe how great it is. In fact, so great. I can never tell everything that's so good about you. Nobody could ever in all of the world tell all the good things about you. And then all the garbage of your life. In verse 44, nevertheless, he looked upon their distress when he heard their cry. For his, for their sake, he remembered his covenant and relented according to the abundance of his steadfast love. Save us, O Lord our God, and gather us from among the nations that we may give. Thanks to your holy name. I pray this to you. And the steadfast love is always good. And the steadfast love. Thank you. 
Thank you. 